You know, the culture is actually damn good. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, where y'all at? This is Trafalgar Square. Mr. and Mr. North of South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. Have you been drinking? It was a good show, huh? During the workday, when you feel possessed by amorous intent, may I suggest that you suppress it? Hey! 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 Hey, how you doing? Let's get in the conference room. I would like to invite everyone into the conference room. I would like to have a meeting in the conference room right now. I know for a fact that nobody in the Parks Department reads letters. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me Sabian! Goff trying to make it nine for nine. He wants a lot here. He wants Woods. He has Woods. And Robert Woods is in. Touchdown. And another Monday, another existential Monday. That is four straight. Welcome to the pod, everybody. The SportsJourney.com radio network back on the air after Washington drops number four in a row. Defense giving up over 30 points once again. So much for the defense being a strong point of this team this year, huh? Bob Matthews here with you. Delighted that you have joined us. Delighted that you joined us last week, too, man. The the downloads were through the roof. So thank you so much, and keep doing it. Remember, you can find us on Podbean, uh, Spotify, iTunes, uh, at the SportsJourney.com website, wherever fine podcasts are sold. We're delighted to have you. Well, let's get into it. Ron Rivera. Meeting with reporters again this morning after being able to watch the tape. I don't know if any of you have gone back and watched the game. If you're gluttons for punishment like me, if you're a masochist, you did. Ugly. And ugly in almost every aspect of the game. (laughs) Offense, defense. I mean, I guess you could say special teams were okay. God knows Tressway had a good day. He was out there enough, wasn't he? But it just, I mean... Total system failure yesterday. I, I don't. They didn't even come close to sniffing 200 total yards, yards of offense. I don't think they came close to sniffing 150. As we're sitting here talking, it, it occurs to me that perhaps I should, you know, actually look up the stats from yesterday. So I'm, I'm pretty much just trying to fill here. Until I can get to that. Never let it be said that we go back and edit this after the post. 70 net yards of passing. Uh, Alex Smith and Kyle Allen combined for 111 yards through the year. They were sacked eight times for 41 yards and 38 yards of rushing. Well, needless to say, that's not going to get it done. Now, obviously... The human interest story coming out of this one is the fact that Alex Smith got on the field. And as you would imagine, you combine the fact that he hasn't played in almost 700 days with the fact that the offensive line was a sieve, that Aaron Donald and company just owned them all day long. And you can see why the Rams, hey, 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 that's better, wound up with eight sacks. Smith getting sacked six times who had the and Aaron Donald had four of them I mean that's just I'm sorry I I know Aaron Donald is probably the best defensive player in the NFL no not not four sacks that's just unacceptable even if you know that that they were going to tee off on him and when you go back and look on it there is all right that's just getting to be thank you um when you go back and look at it, there really wasn't a reason 
for the offensive line to allow that many sacks. Now, you know, Ron Rivera will say, well, you know, they were, and you're going to hear him say it in a minute because we're going to bring you some uh, clips of the press conference today. He's going to say, well, we were behind and we had to throw and uh, the Rams knew it, blah, 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 blah. This was a 20 to 10 game at the half. And the Red, and Washington had, almost did it again, Washington had a little bit of momentum going into the half, too. They kick a field goal. You, you have a Kendall Fuller interception. You convert it into three points. And now all of a sudden, you're only down a touchdown and a field goal going into the locker room. And the defense did its job in the second half, you know, after allowing three straight touchdown drives to start the game. It was still only 23-10 at the start of the fourth. Two scores. Obviously, I know. You look at that offense, you know there was no way in hell that they were scoring. And the defense can only carry you so far. So I, I get it. It was it was never it was never even close. It was never gonna be close. And so the question is, uh, where do we go from here? Quarterback position, of course, is gonna be the place where we are going to uh, you know, spend the most time this week speculating on things. One of the first questions that we asked Ron Rivera today, uh, what's the deal at quarterback? How is Kyle Allen after injuring his shoulder on a Jalen Ramsey hit in the second quarter? And what's going on with Alex Smith? And Ron said today that if Kyle Allen can go on Sunday, he is the starting quarterback. Uh, we had a good conversation about that. And I told him, hey, as long as, as, long as you're feeling well, um, you know, you, you've, um, I know he's, he was pretty sore. He'll be even more sore today, but as long as you're feeling well and we're ready to roll on Wednesday, he's our, he's our starter. If you haven't seen some of the rumblings in the Twitterverse, there are rumors that they would like Alex Smith to be the starter at some point this season, but that right now he's just too rusty for obvious reasons. Not to mention the fact he's, he's 36 years old. How Kyle Allen do? You know, obviously it's an incomplete because of the fact that he got hurt. He was starting to put things together. There was a nice scoring drive there, but we're we're just not going to know. Um, we asked Rivera about that. You know what he uh, what he thought about you know any of the positive things that he might have seen on offense. He it was a stretch to find something, but he said he did like Kyle Allen's scoring drive. I thought I saw it. I thought, um, you know, I thought the, the scoring drive that uh, that Kyle led us on uh, was good. I, I thought he made good decisions. Um, he delivered a, a good ball for the most part. Um, and then, unfortunately, the, the, the next time he had a little drive going, you know, he got knocked out of uh, the game. Um, but, again, it, it's what we're looking for. Um, you know, he managed it well. And we'll see how things go if he's uh, healthy and ready to roll on Wednesday and see how it goes uh, this week. I guess if you really want to stretch things, it was a decent start for Kyle Allen before he got hurt, 9 of 13, 74 yards. He had a quarterback rating of 83.5. It's not great. You compare that with Jared Goff, who was 21 of 30 for 309, two touchdowns, interception rating of 111.7. It was okay. Pretty much just okay. So that brings us to our next point. And that is the Dwayne Haskins situation. Dwayne, of course, waking up with a stomach bug, which was characterized 
early on as being something that was kind of sketchy. And then last night after the game, Rivera did come out and say, no, that he had been throwing up all night and the doctor sent him home from the hotel and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's still not a good look for Dwayne Haskins. Um, But Rivera did go out of his way to give Dwayne a little bit of pub when he was asked about him earlier today and a little bit of public encouragement. Now, you can take it for uh, what it's worth, but, you know, Rivera at least said that he felt Dwayne was doing the right things at the end of the week. Well, I, I, I see him, you know, doing what he did on Friday. I know Wednesday and Thursday were difficult days for him. Um, I get that. But Friday he came in, um, you know, was was tentative, uh, attentive in the meetings, did a nice job coming out to practice, you know, did his mimicking in terms of standing back, watching, you know, going through some of his actions, watching the plays. That's all I, that's what I expect for him to continue to learn and grow. And, you know, as we, as we continue to get into this and we get further down the road, who knows what's going to happen, but you know, that's, what's the expectation. This is no different than the expectation for any other player. And that's to be in the meetings, uh, learning, studying, being out of practice, learning, studying, participating. Um, that's what I expect of all of our players. Okay, you heard him there. He said, who knows? So that means if you trade Dwayne Haskins in the next couple of weeks, you're going to have to come back and explain that comment right there. I don't blame Dwayne for being upset with everything that happened. Now, I understand that earlier in the week, you know, and again, the leaks coming out of Ashburn once again, which I don't mind because I'd like to know the reason behind it. So we heard the story come out earlier in the week that, after the game last weekend, not so much that Haskins was smiling and, and talking with um, Lamar Jackson after the game, but that he was in the locker room kind of bragging about his stats. The fact that he had a 300-yard game, even though they got clobbered by Baltimore, and that pissed a lot of people off. All right, I get that. Again, he's 23 years old, and... He's new school. I mean, that's just the way these kids are wired. This, you know, Gen Z is wired. It was not the right thing for Dwayne to do. He shouldn't have done it. But you also got to realize that, again, kid's 23 years old. And more than that, you look at his stats, and (laughs) he's still playing a lot better than some other rookie quarterbacks out there at this point in their career. Like Daniel Jones and Kyle Allen, who's now, what, 4-0 with Buffalo? Hmm? Looking pretty good, like the next big thing. Maybe a challenger to Pat Mahomes in the, in the AFC. And I'm not saying that Dwayne Haskins is ever going to be a franchise quarterback. I mean, number one, he's not making it real easy on himself with the way that he's acting. And number two, were he still playing right now, I'd say time to pick it up. Right now today, it is time to pick it up, saddle up and ride. I think he probably sabotaged himself this week, you know, or yesterday at least, with the whole uh, with the whole stomach flu thing. And again, if he was legit sick, fine. 
let's assume for a minute that he was. What he needs to do is come in on Wednesday and start grinding. And I know it's this it's not an easy thing to do. I've been there in you know, I think we all have in jobs where you're working as hard as you possibly can and putting out the best product you can and then it gets taken away from you. But what you have to do is you got to come in and again you got to put your head down and you got to grind. You really do. If for no other reason, especially in his case, the people are looking at him right now from around the league. There's somebody, there's at least one person out there, one GM out there that is saying, you know, looking down the road, what do we think? Well, what if we could get Dwayne Haskins cheap? Could he be our starting our starting quarterback in two or three years? Wonder if Bruce Arians is looking at him saying, hmm, his 15th pick last year. Brady's still terrific, but Tom's not going to play forever. What if in two or three years when Tom's done, I got this guy to go to? Or, I don't know, maybe um, maybe the Tennessee Titans are thinking that. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill's playing great now. But, you know, is he going to be playing great in a couple of years? Hmm, if we could get him for maybe a fifth-round pick or something like that. There are people out there that are considering it. They're not going to consider it quite as seriously if Haskins, if Dwayne Haskins comes in and, you know, starts causing up evil in the locker room, basically pulls an Albert Ainsworth. So it's on him to play this the right way, and the right way is the hard way. No doubt about it. If you're competitive in anything you do, you're always – that's always going to be a bitter pill to swallow. But he's got to do it if he wants to if he wants a chance for redemption somewhere along the line. He's going to have to do it. Uh, back to coach Rivera this morning, uh, some of the other things that he talked about. Obviously, you heard in our open there the long touchdown pass to Robert Woods that was the Rams' uh, second touchdown pass. Landon Collins been drawing a lot of heat from that. And Rivera saying, "Yeah, Landon kind of did not take a great angle on that one." Well, we were in uh, we were in our cover two coverage, and uh, Landon was the half defender. Uh, Kyle was the um, uh, Kendall was excuse me Kendall was the um, was the uh, was the flat defender. He was supposed to jam and widen. Uh, he did widen him, um, and it looked like uh, it looked like Landon had a bad angle. Uh, he made the break, but I thought his break was a little bit fat. I'd like to see him climb a little bit more on that break, and that's what it looked like to me. Well, that can't happen. Bottom line, that can't happen. Landon Collins is supposed to be an all-pro safety. That's what you pay all-pro safeties the big money for, to make good angles. Not good. Jack Del Rio has got some work to do with that defense. This is becoming a problem. Um, but now is the time. I mean, it was it – was, pretty evident when you looked at the schedule that we were going to get to this point and Washington was going to be one and four. You'd hoped for two and three or three and two. And after the Eagles win the first week, you thought, you know what? It's possible. Possible not to be one and four. You know, and you could have looked at it and made a real easy case for 0 and five. So you've still got to be a little bit happy that they're on the board here. 
So let's see what happens now, because this is the stretch where you're going to, as Rivera said the other week, make your hay. And he knows it, and I hope the rest of the team know it. Disappointed. I mean, it, but let's look at who we lost to. Everybody we lost to has a winning record. So we're playing good football teams, and 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 that's the big thing, and, and that's what we're working to be is one of those kind of teams. Um, I think the, there was huge disappointment because we had some opportunities. Uh, defensively, we had some third downs that we didn't stop them on, and the players know that. Uh, offensively, we had some plays that we didn't we didn't quite make and we didn't convert. That's the, that's the disappointment. Uh, we didn't play up front as much, as well as we would like to offensively. So there's some things that we have to get worked on. We have to get shored up, and we got to get better at. It. But again, the disappointment is that we didn't play as better, and that is to me a positive because the players know that. And well, that's always been that's been a positive for about the last 25 years. So that that's kind of rinse and repeat. We have heard that before. But here you go. I mean, you do have to look at it from 25,000 feet. And they went, they've they gone through a stretch of four weeks where they're playing some good teams. Uh, the Cardinals, you know, Kyler Murray. Cleveland's 4-1 and one now. The Ravens. The Rams are 4-1 and one now. Okay, that's fine. Here you go. This is your opportunity, Washington. Going to the Giants this weekend. Yeah, they're a three-and-a-half-point underdog. I really don't blame Vegas for making them that. But let's face it, the Giants are a grease fire. The Cowboys may very well be a grease fire in two weeks at home. Dak Prescott's gone. Good that they have Andy Dalton, but is Andy Dalton? can Andy Dalton put up 40 points for you? Because that defense is a sieve right now. If Washington can't score 30 on Dallas, we got problems. Then New York again, and then the Lions, who may or may not have an interim head coach by then, and the Bengals. There is, what, two, three, four wins between those teams. And then Dallas on the road. So, again, up through Thanksgiving now, this is your chance. And if you look at it on a week-to-week basis – there's at least, there should be, you should look at it and say, there are at least four wins there. I'm sorry, there just is. And if you're going to be taken seriously, five. Because you should beat the Cowboys at home. You have to defend the home field. Which they've done one out of three times so far. But there it is. If It's all out there in front of them. So, one, two, three, four. If you come out of there with five wins, you could conceivably go to Dallas for Thanksgiving at six and five. And at six and five in this division, you may be fighting it out for first place. Hell, you may be in first place by a game, possibly two at that point. And then really, and then after that, you got three killers. Well, you've got two killers, maybe three. The 49ers are not playing great. They're also the defending NFC champions. Teams that lose the Super Bowl have a pretty big hangover the next year, usually. Jimmy Garoppolo got benched. So, you know, is that a winnable game? No, obviously not. Not at this point. But we'll see. If And then, if they are not successful, then the question is, when do you start playing 
for next season, which is sad that we're talking about that here. We're not even, we're almost at the middle of October, but not quite. But that could start if you lose to the Giants this weekend. I mean, this is a big, big game. These next two weeks, crucial. If somehow they get to the bye and they've lost these two as well, oof. You know, and they're one and six at the bye. That's that that is going to be a killer. But hey, let's think positive. You know, hey, you win these two, you know, all of a sudden now you're three and four coming out of the bye. You got the Giants, you could be four and four. That Patricia, who could be getting fired at any day. Detroit, then you're five and four. Cincy at home? Come on. I'm just saying. So something to think about. Try to keep strong this week. Maybe a lot different by the time we get to uh, this time next Monday. But hey, with any luck, maybe we got a victory formation Monday somewhere in our future. You got to think at some point, right? I don't know. Well, Mick and the clock on the wall say it's time for us to get up out of here. Uh, thank you again for joining us. Don't forget, it's uh, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, and SportsJourney.com or wherever fine podcasts are sold. You can download us. And like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, do wear white.